Hey, just quickly before you listen to this podcast, if you are not one of our little ferals yet, then you need to be. We would love you to be part of our little feral family. And when you are part of our little feral family, you'll get some more juicy gossip. We've got extra podcasts and it's the price of a coffee a month. It's £3 or £3.50 a month. Guys, it's cheap as chips. You can find the link in our Instagram bios at Laura Summers Lifestyle at Becky Hayes UK or in the description of this podcast wherever you listen to it. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to the latest episode of The Laura and Becky Show. So you know the story by now. We were on the radio together... Then we got sacked. Yep, brutally sacked. However, actually turned out okay in the end because we flew to Mallorca with no money whatsoever but drank lots of Pal Rosé, lots of limoncello and thought, we're going to start a podcast. And here we are. Here we are. We're sponsored by Prince Family Law Solicitors, Redbrook Estate Agents and we're in collaboration with East Midlands Airport. Now, we are very excited about today's episode because we've been wanting to do this for a while. We've talked about this subject quite a lot and we're sponsored basically by divorce firm so it makes sense doesn't it we thought yeah. now's the time oh now is the time and actually we've been talking about this all week haven't we and we're calling this today a bit more of a chat show oh, oh right I was gonna yeah. say, what are we calling this yeah just no well we might not call the episode that but we're calling chat. it a bit of a divorce chat show yeah because a we're not on our own are we in the studio today we're not on our own no no and we're actually we've got pale rose on the go although it could be slightly paler yeah, today. and colder probably, but you know. Yeah, I only stuck it in the fridge 10 yeah, minutes ago. Fine. Sorry, guys. Um, so, yes, today we are joined by two lovely ladies who are going to talk divorce. Yes. And we're very are. excited about it. They're not talking at the moment, but they will be. <laughs> they will be talking. So we have got one of our lovely influencers, Sammy, a.k.a. Coco Travels. You are happy to say your Insta, aren't you? Yes, too yeah. late now. <laughs> I've said it, sorry. Um, and lovely Charlotte, who is a friend of ours as well. So welcome, ladies. You're, in fact, should we do a cheers? Yeah, let's do yes. a cheers. Hang on. Oh. 
Oh, there we go. We've given the them some rosé to like, loosen them up a bit. We thought they might say a bit more if they were, um, what's the word? Drunk. If uh, when Charlotte walked in, we've got um, soundproofing on the walls. It's like padding, basically. And she walked in and she went, why have you got padding on the walls? <laughs> and then I came in and as I yeah, always do, I locked, locked the, the studio door and she was like, what's going on here? What have I really come here for? Just to chat, ladies. Right, so uh, we want to basically delve into your divorce stories okay yeah. well actually since prince family law have been sponsoring us we have had so many women get in touch talking about it. i think it's kind of like i was gonna say triggered that's probably the wrong word prompted people to talk about it a bit more yeah. which is great yeah absolutely and um we kind of know some of charlotte's story because we sat in the cavendish more rosé was drunk actually on that <laughs> evening wasn't it that was we a great heard some evening. of your story we're like no way and then sammy sent and we've known you a while now yeah. sammy sent us something and it just said i need to come on your pod <laughs> and i read what you sent me and i was like yes you bloody do <laughs> And here you are. Who should we start with? Should we start with Sammy? Yeah. You look an eager okay. beaver, like you want to get started. I'm ready. <laughs> is, I, I cannot wait for this story. I know. So maybe tell us about your past relationship. Okay, so we actually met in Magaluf. Yes. <laughs> Good old Shagaloof. It gets better. <laughs> um, yeah, Whereabouts? So, in a seedy bar? Or uh, yeah. Literally? Seedy bar, yeah. yeah. Sticky floor? Uh, he was DJing. I was right. a holiday maker. <laughs> so did he live out there? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So okay. he lived out there. That's how we met. Um, just a normal relationship, really. Like, Matt fell in love. Hang on, wait. Hang on, I need more details. So you okay. were in the bar <laughs> and he was DJing yes. and you're like, yo, Mr. DJ. Yeah, right. I, I have got a bit of a thing About for DJs. A DJ. Have you have really? You? Yeah, my current boyfriend is. Well, he isn't anymore. Was also a DJ. Okay. She's got a type. She's right. got a type. So he's there spinning some tunes. Yeah. So you like... Yeah, shimmy, shimmy over. over. Yeah, and then your eyes meet. Oh, I just, you know, give it, give him the eye. Yeah. yeah. Did you okay. ask for a song? Were you like, can yes. you play Rihanna, please? Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, turn my swag on. By Cher Lloyd? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what tune? That was my, that was the year. That'll give wow. you some idea of the time. Okay, <laughs> right. And then, so obviously you were the holiday maker. What happened? Like, you went home and then what happened? Uh, yeah, so I went home, obviously swapped numbers. I went home and he, it was like the end of the season. So he was coming home pretty soon. So yeah, we just met up and then, yeah, that was that. We fell in love. Right. And um, yeah, so he moved in with me. And then, yeah, we just, it was just normal, like... A normal relationship. Yeah, I thought, great, it was great. Um, we've been together two years and he proposed. And How did he propose? It was on the London Eye. No so, way. Yeah, so we were actually going to Paris. And obviously all my friends were like, oh, oh, Paris, oh. Um, and I was like, no, I don't, I don't think you will. But um, so we went to London like the day before, ready to get the Eurostar. And he was like all nervous he was like oh we've got to be somewhere we've got to be somewhere come on come on and I was like why are you rushing like we've got the whole day in London like just chill he's like no no we've got to be somewhere <laughs> um so we got to the London Eye and we um sort of like skipped the queue and like got in this pod <laughs> and we, it was just us in the pod and I was like did you not twig at yeah, this I was point? Like, there's, there's no one else in here. <laughs> <laughs> and then there, uh, there was like a lady in with us she was like pouring us champagne and I was like 
This is oh weird. my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, so then he like got down on one knee and I can remember he said, oh, we're, we're going to have to make some plans for next year. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I want to marry you. Oh, or like, will oh, you marry me? He put some thought into it then. Yeah. Like, it's really romantic. It, do you know what? He was, he was quite romantic. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I will say that about him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then we got married. We were planning the wedding for like two years, got married. Quite a nice wedding. Well, it was a lovely so wedding. So you'd been together for how many years before you got married? Four, Four years. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like a while. Yeah, it wasn't a whirlwind or anything. Um yeah, just normal. It was a lovely wedding. And you felt like you knew this guy. I guess after four years yeah. living together, you really feel like you know somebody. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. And like, we, oh well, I was really, really happy. Do you know, like, you just think, oh, this is great. Like, everything's mm. perfect. Yeah, we had a lovely wedding. Everybody came. It's quite a big wedding. Yeah. And then... And then where did it all go then. wrong? <laughs> this is what we're all waiting for. So did you go on honeymoon? Yes. Okay. We went to Bahamas. Lovely. And Florida. So we did like theme parks. Wow. Week of theme parks and then week of beach. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, everything was fine. Can we get to the good <laughs> bit? I can't even wait anymore. <laughs> what happened? Building up the tension. So then we've been married um, a year and a half and it was December and like really oddly it was just one night we were at home and he just went could you afford uh, this house if you were on your own and I was like oh. what do you mean like what are you talking about and he was he just said it again and I was like I don't know I guess so like I haven't I haven't really thought about and he, this it. was completely out of the out blue. of the blue like uh, that this was my first inkling that, that like that's anything a really was wrong. odd question yeah. isn't it yeah well? oh I was like what? What? <laughs> Charlotte's face. <laughs> Charlotte's poised for this story. Okay. So, yeah, so that was like the first thing. But then that was that, like the conversation kind of just... And you didn't think anything, you kind of like thought it was weird at the time, but then forgot Yeah, about it. I didn't really think about it again. And then it must have been like a week later or around the same time. It was like quite late at night, like maybe like nine o'clock. And he was like, oh, I'm just going out to meet a friend. And I was like... All right. And this this was completely out of character. Like I'd never known him to do this before. And he was like, Oh, my friend's having like a bit of a tough time. I'm just gonna go and meet up with them. Classic. So I was like, Well, okay, yeah, great. Let's look after your friend. And I still kind of I still didn't really twit. Yeah. But it was just like an odd thing to happen. And then um it was Christmas and we were at my parents' house. Um like every year we'd go to my parents' house and he just stayed in bed like the whole day and he was he was like, I'm really ill, like I can't get up and like do things with the family. Um so yeah, he was just in bed and then so that again was really strange. And then after Christmas we had booked to go to New York on holiday. So we're going for New Year's Eve. And oh my god, it was the worst trip oh, no. of my life. So like, do you know when someone's just picking fights with you all the time about like just random stuff? And I like I'm not very argumentative and like things were just like every little thing that I did, it was like annoying him and like he was just like picking loads of fights with me and I had the worst time. I cried. So we had dinner at the Empire State Building. Oh, stop and he it. said it was like being really horrible to me and I just went to the toilets and cried. Oh, I know so that it was an awful trip and then we got home and then literally the next day he was like when you get back from work I'm not gonna be here (gasps) yeah so I went to work just normal 
Um, and I was kind of like, just didn't say anything at work. I just sat there. And then at lunchtime, I was going to my parents' house. But what, so what did you think he meant by him going, I'm not going to be here? You knew that he meant, yeah. that's it, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it was still a big shock. Even though, like he had been acting really weird though. So by this point, I was a bit more like. Yeah, okay. There were some signs. Right. Yeah. It wasn't okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I went to my mum's house and she was like, you all right? And I just like burst into tears and I was like oh. I, I think he's left me and mum was like what and she was obviously really shocked as well because he was like a part of our family like yeah everyone is when they get married yeah. aren't they um so yeah so we went back to my flat and like most of his stuff had gone and yeah my mum basically just got all of this stuff into a pile and she was like right we need to sort this out Do you know what yes. though? why why go to new york i know like, that's annoying isn't i know because it? Like, it, it ruined it like yeah yeah and I do you know what though a lot of people do this they have like a big thing don't mm. they and they're like right i'll just get christmas out of the way or i'll just get their birth out yeah. the way, or i'll just get yeah. new york out of the way and that's their kind of like yeah thing for they're gonna do it after yeah. aren't they i think january is like the most yeah it is time and september but we've learned that prince family law but well lisa's been yeah. telling us about that hasn't yeah. she yeah okay so your mum was there helping yeah. you pack help no not helping you pack you were staying there, yeah right? so she just like got all this stuff and what like did you do with it yeah, we, well we just we just put it in a pile because i was like well at this point i was like i'm sure it'll be okay like I'm sure we'll sort things out, you know, oh, like, sorry. do you know when you just like, I'm like, it can't, it yeah, can't, they can't be, be yeah. like, what, what's happening? Anyway, so then I obviously stayed in the house, my mum left, um, and she was like, come back with us, come and stay with us, and I was like, no, no, like, I want to stay in the house. And then that night, one of my friends rang me, and she was like, I really don't want to tell you this, but I've just seen him out for dinner with another oh. girl. Hang on a minute. Is this the same day he's left you? Like, literally the day after. <gasps> what a rat. And, like, obviously, well, I'm from Matlock. It's oh, a small town. No. Everyone knows each other. You knew her. And he's not He's not from around here. Um, so I was like, the audacity of going out. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> Where is... people that I know can see you. That is outrageous, that. And there's more That's... outrageousness. <laughs> Go on. Go on. So then the next, so I, obviously I was absolutely raging. So I called him and I was like, you better come and get your stuff out. So I'm just throwing it out. Um, so he came round and like, I was like, obviously shouting at him and stuff. And um, Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> so when he got there, I was like, oh, where's your car? And he was like, oh, I just parked across the road. And like, it didn't click. No. But then afterwards I was oh, like, no. she no. was in the car, no. wasn't she? <laughs> Stop! Did you, did you go out there? No, no. I didn't. I like didn't. It didn't click. Do you know? Like I wasn't yeah. really thinking about it. And then afterwards, I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Did you say you knew this girl? No, I didn't know her. He, but I knew her from him talking about her because they worked together. Yeah. So he had mentioned her like previously. Oh. Yeah. So. So how long had this been going on for a while then? Any like two months, I think. Okay. So well, you I, say only two months, but you guys were married, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, quite a while, I suppose. But, yeah, I just had no idea. And I think because I'm quite trusting, I just wouldn't have expected anyone to do that. And I just didn't, I don't know, it just never entered my head because my mum and dad kept saying, well, do you think he's got someone else? And I was like, no, like, I don't think so. God, Ooh. that is brutal, yeah. isn't it? Because you think there would be 
a grace period. Yeah. You know, a polite grace yeah, period. Yeah, 24 hours is yeah, yeah. brutal. Stay that inside. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's still more to this story, which I... <laughs> It's going to blow your mind. So tell us what happened after, what oh, you did. There's so much. There, well, there's even, <laughs> there's the bit what I did and then there's even more oh, that it. he did. Go on, tell, tell us. So I'll tell you what he, what happened with him first. And I don't know where he is now, so I don't know how this panned out for him. But um, <laughs> basically... Oh, sorry, all of our listeners are going to be finding him, aren't they? <laughs> right, let's see where he is these days. <laughs> He might be a listener already. He might be a little yeah, feral. Be, yeah. <laughs> so he and this girl, she I think she's half Turkish or she's got family in Turkey. They decided to move to Turkey together. And then a couple of months later, he messaged me and was like, she's pregnant. And I was like, oh, congratulations. <laughs> Oh, my God. I was oh like, God. what do you want me to say? Because at first he was like, oh, um, can we? Can I phone you? Like, I need to talk. And I was like, no, you can just text me and tell me. So, yeah, so that was that. And then it turned out she had cheated on him. <gasps> it wasn't what? his baby. And it wasn't his baby. No. no. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Karma. Yeah. Karma. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I found out when I was like at my desk at work, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that is the twist in the story." Yeah. So yeah. you don't know whether they stayed together no, or not? No, I don't know. I could probably guess. No, <gasps> I think we can probably safely say. Do you not even know if he's in Turkey still or anything? Um, I think he came back here, but I don't know. Oh, After god. that, I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. So what happened? Tell then? us what. Tell us what you did. <laughs> so this, is, then, this is the clincher. So girls. it sounds this is great. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds from like when I tell you more, it sounds like I was really scornful at this point, but I actually wasn't. No one's going to think you're scornful. So it was more like a joke. Yeah. So what happened was I was like, it was quite a few months later, so I think six or seven months, and I was like, right, I'm ready to like move on. I need to like sort out all my stuff. I'll sell my wedding dress. So I put it on eBay, just normal description, everything. Um, and it wasn't getting any views. So I was chatting to my brother and he was like, well, you're a writer. Like, why don't you make it funny? Like, make the description. Like, come on, just do something better. You might get picked up from somewhere. So I was like, right, okay, that's a good idea. So I really went to town with the description. I was like, uh, oh, I, my favourite bit was the stench of betrayal. <laughs> I think I've seen this right me too yeah. i well, remember this bit so this is so gonna make sense us. in a minute yeah so then it just i shared it to like some of my friends because i'm in like some blogger groups and stuff like that i shared it to them just being like oh look at this so funny anyway the next minute i got a call from the mirror <laughs> <laughs> and they were like oh we really want to feature your dress story and i was like okay <laughs> sure and then it was everywhere i remember this yeah. so clearly you, i can't believe you didn't go on this morning or something it was on, it was on lorraine but i wasn't on it, right. it just oh my god it. yeah oh my, it, god. my mom was like oh my god you're on lorraine <laughs> that is so but i think it was the way you wrote it was brilliant <laughs> i wish we had it we yeah had what it you was, wrote. i can't remember it was something like it was i went to town i was like cheating scumbag and like all but it, it itself <laughs> yeah 
Wow. Well, so it was literally everywhere. It was in like the Metro, BBC News, everywhere. Um, yeah, so. And did it, did it sell in the end? Well, the bids got up to like, it was something stupid, like a hundred and something thousand. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. What? And then I got... And do you mind us asking how much you paid for the dress initially? I think it was like, it was under two grand, like, oh, for everything. Oh my God. But I've got it. I've got it. I've got the article. Oh, oh my God. The, Hang on. I think oh, it's done Oh my line. God. 75 bids, 65,900 pounds. <laughs> Jesus. Is that what it went for? Well, so I then got a call from eBay and they were like, "No, we just want to let you know it's people like pushing up the bids, you know, for like the news yeah. stories yeah, and stuff. Right. So it makes a better story. So already in my head, I was obviously like, I'm not going to get that, am I? But then a little part of me was like, Maybe. but am I? <laughs> I would have spent that money in my head already. But seeing the yeah. bids going up, I'd have been like, yep, new car, yeah. new, new this. Yeah. yeah. Can I read some of the stuff <laughs> you wrote? Okay, so. <laughs> uh, so it says, mainly selling my dress as I need to pay for my divorce, which my ex-husband has left me to foot the bill for. Uh, Rag writes in the eBay production description. Uh, I didn't have time to get it dry cleaned myself before my cheating scumbag of a husband decided to call an end to our marriage. Sorry that there are only two pictures, but when I found out my husband was living with another woman, I pretty much burned slash permanently deleted everything with his disgusting face on it. She finished her darkly hilarious description with a perfect zinger. If you want a dress that is full of bad memories and shattered hopes and dreams, then this is the one for you. This is sad. Oh, God. I mean, God. That is genius. Yeah. Oh but God. I feel like everyone was reading it being like, oh. But it was, like, funny. It was, it was supposed to be funny. Cool. And it yeah. was funny. I wasn't still raging, but it was I got like, fair play. Do you know what? <laughs> After everything what? he'd done, he got another woman pregnant. He'd been on a date with her 24 hours. Having an affair with her. Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Oh, my God. That is a great story. Um, where are you at now? Um, so this is quite a while ago now. So it's... Uh, 2016, I think this happened. Okay. So it's quite a long time ago. I met Lee, my current boyfriend, quite soon afterwards. Um, and we've been together ever since. Oh, nice. Super, super happy. Good. Not engaged yet. <laughs> Still um, waiting. I only mention it every single day, so... Hopefully I'll pick up the hint soon. Do you know what though? This is really nice to hear because there'll be loads of like people listening who are perhaps thinking about splitting with somebody or going through a divorce. In fact, we met somebody, won't name them, just the other day who was at the very beginnings of it. So I think it's really nice for people to hear that you went through such an awful time. And now look at you. Drinking rosé with us and with Lee. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) definitely. I think like at the time you you feel like you're going to die. Like I've never felt like that before. Like I couldn't eat and everyone who knows me knows I like my food. (laughs) Um, But I would eat in like a bite of food and I'd be like, oh God, I'm so full. Like I feel sick. I'd be bursting into tears at anything. Yeah, I've never felt like that before or since. So what, what when you think back to that, um, what kind of got you through it? What were your, was it like your family and just trying your friends and what yeah. kind of got you through it? So my best friend Emma was like, we're going to Dubai. <laughs> and I was like... So holidays are yeah. a good idea. So I was like, no, I can't go right at the moment. And she was like, come on, we're going. So we did that. Um, yeah, I was with my family all the time. I've got like a really lovely family. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they were just there for me all the time. Um, 
just taking the time to go through it, really. Like, it is awful and there's nothing, like, no one can make you really feel better. But after a while, you just start to sort of forget about it a bit. Not forget, but you're sort of just like, oh, I didn't think about that as much today. Like, and you just, you enjoy yourself. It's time, isn't it? I mean, everyone says this and at the time you just think, I don't want there to be time. I want to feel okay. No, but it is just timing getting through each day, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. And you're one of the most loveliest people we've ever met. So, yeah. (laughs) You are. And thank you for being so honest about it. So I know know obviously you've been to the newspapers before (laughs) us. I can hear I know about it. I'm in the press again. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's really good. I think it's really good to talk about it. It's really good to hear about people's experiences. Yeah, definitely. And I'm like an open book. So um, I was on holiday a few weeks ago with some friends that I've only known a couple of years. And they were like oh, like, we wanted to ask you about it, but we didn't know if you were all right to talk about it. But it feels almost like I'm talking about somebody else Mm. when I speak about it now. It doesn't really feel like such a big part of my life. It just feels like a little thing that happened. And, yeah, Yeah. now it doesn't... You've moved on. That's a really good thing. You have to move on from it, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Great story. Great story. (laughs) Let's have have a cheers. Oh, cheers! Cheers! Right okay, then. Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte's having a massive Charlotte's gulp of her rosé as we God. speak. How do I follow that? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's not as, like, entertaining. No, it doesn't need to be entertaining. No, but this is the thing. Like, people, like, they're splitting up. They're getting divorced every day. Everyone's story is different. And it's just, it's really good to hear different stories. Yeah, and to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I kind of thought that when you asked me to come on, like... Perhaps it'll be some sort of therapy. Yeah. Or just, you know, talk to people other than my family and friends who are probably sick to death of hearing <laughs> the stories <laughs> uh, that happen on a daily basis. But, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's, again, let's start from the beginning. So, how did you meet? So, we met in, I would say, uh, 2006. Um, I was working back from uni, working in a pub locally. And got to work one day, and there was a red Ferrari outside. I thought you were going to say a red flag. That's you know, what I, was, I, yeah, that I was straight was, there. Red that flag was that's for me. Flag, yeah. <laughs> All right, a red Ferrari. Okay, yeah. tick. So I walked in, my best friend's behind the bar. She's like, Did you see the car outside? I was like, Yes, I did. <laughs> and uh, anyway, the guy that I went on to marry was there, and um, we started talking, and obviously one thing led to another. And it, it was his, together. obviously, right? It Ferrari was his was car, his. yes, yeah. it was his car. Um, so me being young and naive and stupid was like, 
drawn in by the red Ferrari and thought everything was wonderful, uh, which it was in my head for a while. Um, we then ended up uh, getting pregnant quite soon. So after about three months of being together. Oh, that is yep, soon. Yep. Um, I was still at uni. I then quit uni because decided that we were going to keep the baby and I needed to be at home rather than partying in Liverpool. <laughs> um, so moved home. <laughs> had, uh, uh, I can beep it. Yeah. Um, and then about two years after that, um, he proposed. How did he propose? It was on Christmas Eve and I honestly didn't have a clue it was going to happen. I think I was like too, I was like being a mom and just wasn't really aware of perhaps a proposal. So we were at my mum's house and I think I was like wrapping the last of the presents and he came in with this bottle of wine or champagne or something. And my mum and my stepdad were sat on the sofa. They didn't have a clue either. And he just kind of like knelt down next to me and I was on the floor and he just, this box appeared. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and then the first thing I thought was, Oh, I've not done my nails. I feel like this is something that. every girl thinks. Yeah, yeah. They think it proposes, they're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't like, got a manicure. a list for like Christmas Eve jobs to do, like do my nails. Um, anyway, yeah, so we got engaged. Um, we then uh, waited a while to get married. We had another child. Um, so both the kids were at the wedding. It was lovely, like you said, you know, lovely day. Um, and, you know, years went by everything was really good how long were you together for 10 years okay so a good yeah, while up until the divorce kind of date it was 10 years I think I kind of forget like yeah, dates kind thanks. of go a bit crazy um and then the kind of first incident as such that I was aware of um was my 30th birthday so um We'd arranged this big party. Um, we were having this big teepee party up in a quarry that my dad owns. And um, I remember actually, you know, when you think back to things and things make sense, I remember him saying, oh, are you sure you want to have this party? Like, maybe we could just go shopping, just the two of us. Like, do we need to have a big event? I was like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> it's my 30th. We're doing this. So it all went ahead and it was brilliant. Like, best day ever. Um, and then... That evening, I'd lost my phone. So obviously, it's a party. You kind of like think, oh, someone's maybe picked it up, taken it home. So I put on Facebook the day after, like, thanks, everyone, for coming. Um, I've lost my phone. If anybody's, like, put it in the bag or whatever, can you can you let me know? Anyway, it transpired that he then found my phone in the car. And I was like, that's really weird. Like, I checked the car thoroughly about five times like you know when you lose your phone mm. like yeah, I need to awful. find my yeah, phone yeah <laughs> so that was odd anyway the day after my birthday um I'd gone into work I was actually work doing some admin work for him at the time and I received an email so I was I actually had a wedding business um so I used to style weddings and things like that so I kind of worked from his office whilst doing admin for him things like that and I got this email sent to my wedding email from this woman oh who no. basically just told me that her and my husband had been in a relationship to two months three months maybe I can't really remember it was a blur oh and no. I remember reading it and just knowing instantly it was, it true. was true I just knew it 
and all he was there he was with me and I just continued to email her back back and forth did he know what was going on or not he didn't know anything he was just carrying on and I just kept looking at him thinking (laughs) and so this kind of carried on probably half the day I was just firing questions at her you know you're just like I need and loads of information right now and I need to get her now whilst he hasn't got chance to get in her ear so had they why why did she tell you um I think she just found out that he was actually married right got it okay right I just wondered that's how it kind of came about right got it um so we were texting back we were messaging messaging back and forth and then all I all I can remember feeling was I just wanted to the kids' school was literally five minutes' drive away, and all I kept thinking was, I just want to get in the car, go and get the kids, and just run away, and just get away from all... It was just too much. Like, it was so overwhelming. And it transpired that I was actually meant to find out on my birthday party night. So a message had been sent to my Facebook. But you know how it goes into your requested? Yes. Yeah. So you don't actually get it. And it was a message from her friend or something telling me, Hence why the phone went missing. So did your husband oh, know this on. was going to happen? So he took your happen. phone and yeah. hid it so you wouldn't yeah. see the message. How did, did he, he delete, know? Did he delete the message? No, he didn't know how to. He doesn't have Facebook. So he oh, just, he, he did. Just I didn't think he want... thought maybe a phone call would happen or something right, or okay. whatever. Ooh. So anyway, I then confronted him and he knew. You know when someone, you, you kind of walking up to someone in a certain way and he kind of, <laughs> looked at me Froze. As, yeah and I just said look tell me what you know what's happening and he denied it like literally to my face and I was like I have everything because she'd literally just email after email after email <sighs> and so I had all this information and I was just I can't really remember what happened after that it was just a whirlwind of like I think I'd driven to my friend's house and just like broke down and then had to regain my kind of normality to go pick the kids up from school and it was all just very blurry for about two weeks because this is the thing right like as a mum especially you have to operate normally with the kids don't you but you've got your world falling apart they're expecting dad to come home yeah dad comes home and you're like yeah i think he moved out for a bit i can't quite remember um but i just remember thinking like what do i do like this decision has been put in my hands because of something he's done. Like, do I make it work for the sake of the kids? Do I make it work for the sake of me? Like, you know. Were, were you in love with him at this point? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Abs- you know, he was everything. Like, I was so young when I met him and I'd been in relationships before, which were just horrible, you know, like young teenage relationships. So for me, he was like my safety. You know, he provided for me everything, provided for the kids. So it was kind of like, what do you do now? People are going to think I'm stupid for staying, but then where do I go? And all of this. And then in the end, it just sort of, we just kind of, it was normal again. Like it wasn't forgotten about, but it we just kind of continued our lives. But then I think from that trigger, it took me probably five years to really change my way of thinking and kind of gain some strength from what had happened because it completely broke me I was depressed I was I was put on tablets I it just completely kind of shattered my whole world and I was trying to like rebuild myself whilst bringing the kids up and trying to you know 
make sure the relationship was okay, worrying all the time about trust issues and where he's going and what he's doing. And he worked away a lot. Um, so I think over, the over those next five years, I kind of just really gained some strength to the point where I started seeing things differently and noticing thing different, different things. And it got to 2020. And weirdly, I had a um, operation on my teeth. And after that, it, it was like, I don't know why, you know, I don't know, it's like significant <laughs> like things happen, don't they? And I remember being in like- Nothing like a bit of dental well, work. You know, I, I absolutely hate the dentist. So it was very traumatic for me. I was like, mum, you need to come down. She lives in Scotland. I was like, mum, you need to come down for the week. I'm having an operation. She's like, Charlotte, you're literally going for a filling. Like, <laughs> Getting your incisors sorted. Actually, no, I think I had a wisdom teeth out. So it was quite traumatic. Um, anyway, so she was down. I just remember thinking, like, do you know what? I've had enough. I've had enough. Like, something needs to change here. And my brother came up. He lives down in London, and he's super wise. Like, me and him are just very, very close, and he understands me so well. And I remember him just kind of... I can't remember what he said to me, but he must have said something that just clicked. And I just thought, do you know what? I don't need this. Like, I don't want my life to be like this anymore. So 2020 went on, and obviously we know what happened. Yeah. Boris announces this lockdown. I remember mm. thinking, oh God, I need to go now. Like, you can't be stuck in a house. Like, no one knew what was to come. Like, we didn't know we were going to be locked down for like two years. But I just remember thinking, I can't be here. So the day that Boris announced the lockdown, I was driving up Loch Lomond. <laughs> Uh, with one of my children in the car, the other one was like, I'm staying here. So I had to go without, which was devastating because I kind of knew that I wasn't coming back for a while. And I drove up to where my mum lives and she lives literally in the middle of nowhere. They're in lockdown every day, you know, <laughs> regardless <laughs> yeah. of Boris. That's great. <laughs> um, and spent six weeks up there. Um, what did you told your husband at this point? I asked, I'd asked him to leave. Um, things happened. I'm not going to go into it because it's, there's a lot, but there was a lot of lies and a lot of deceit that kind of I was aware of and continued. So I just kind of said, look, you need to leave. And he wouldn't leave. Um, so I had to leave because I knew that one for the sake of the kids and two for, this, you know, it just wasn't right to be there. There's a lot of arguments and things going on. So it was, in a sense, lockdown was kind of a blessing for me. It gave me a lot of time to be away, think about things and just, just process everything and figure out what I was going to do. Anyway, I came home because it was my son's birthday and there was no way I was missing it. So I kind of drove through the night during lockdown, probably illegally. Um, and got home and I spent a week at home and that was the first time I actually felt scared being there. I'd moved into my daughter's bedroom downstairs and I remember one night um, I heard footsteps coming down the stairs and I'd never been scared. There was never any physical abuse or anything. Um, emotional abuse, definitely, but nothing physical. But I remember thinking, feeling scared that he was going to come into the bedroom and I knew... I actually spoke to Sally about it and she said, right, pack a bag. I'm coming to get you tomorrow. And I remember talking to a divorce lawyer about what to do. And I got some kind of free advice. And I remember them saying at the time, whatever you do, don't leave. Yeah. 
and don't leave the kids. And I thought, I've got to. Like, he will not go. He's very kind of stubborn and, you know, his ego and all that kind of stuff. And I had to go. And it was probably the biggest mistake was going because it took me a long time to get the kids back after going, which is ridiculous because the system just doesn't help you at all. But I had a really good divorce lawyer, um, not the same one that told me not to go. Um, I ended up speaking to somebody else once I'd got to Sally's. And Sally kind of took me in and again, lockdown, she owns holiday cottages. So I basically, she just said, look, have it. You know, it's not being used. Um, just come here. The kids can come here. I took the dog. So when I left, I took the dog and the coffee machine. <laughs> yeah. the essentials. Less the kids, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Still got the dog. Still got the coffee machine. Do you know um, what you need? You need a good friend. Like you were saying, actually, Sammy, you need a good friend or family yeah. that just goes, right, don't worry about anything yeah. else. Get yeah. your stuff She literally and told come. me what I was doing. And I needed that. I needed someone to tell me what to do. Because yeah. you can't think straight. Yeah. You can't think straight. And there's so many voices that's like, don't leave the house or you need to go. And she literally just said, Charlotte, I'm coming to get you. And actually, I was meant to drive to hers. And I walked outside to get my car and the tyres had been let down. Oh. <sighs> yeah. And um, so, yeah, she ended up coming <laughs> to get me. Oh, wow. And... Yeah, so I went and, and kind of, that was a blur again. You know, it was, I mean, we had some great nights locked down at Sally's house, you can imagine. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, like you say, with, with friends and stuff, she did so much for me. Like she'd been through it as well um, a few years before and I'd been there for her, like you do, you know, friends do. But she really, really supported me through it. Um, and there was somebody else or, or a kind of group of people that helped who are called Mums in Need, who are Sheffield based and they just kind of, it's a charity and you can just get in touch and you kind of put in touch with um, free legal help, um, therapy, counselling, um, anything to do with the kids, you know, if you need like beds or clothes or, you know, if you're coming to kind of start up again and they were absolutely brilliant, like I didn't use them enough, I don't think, because there's so much going on and you kind of, I had really, really good friend and family support as well, but people that don't have that, there are places out there like Mums in Need who are just fantastic. Well, this is a thing, isn't it? There's a reason why a lot of people don't split up with yeah. people is because they worry about financially how they're going to cope yeah. by themselves. So this sounds amazing. Yeah. And I, when I left, I had nothing. Like I said, the dog and the coffee machine, that was it. He was in control of all the financial stuff. And I had to then find a house because obviously trying to get the kids back in court, it doesn't look very good that I haven't got a home for them. So that was kind of the, the focus was to find somewhere to live, which that's where lockdown took a turn <laughs> for me because there wasn't a lot on the market kind of rental wise. But we ended up finding something. I moved in with... A TV on a box, which I've got a photograph of, and it makes me smile so much every time I look at it now, thinking like where I was three years ago to what I've got now mm -hmm. and how much my life has changed for even better than it could have been if I'd have stayed. Love that. Like, it's all my own. The kids are now getting there. It's been hard. Um, but, yeah, it's like back then, like you say, you, you don't believe that you could ever get better from it or 
you know, see the future at all, but it does come around and you do it yourself. Mm. Like you have so much help, but actually it's you that's done it. Mm. And that's like, you kind of think like how proud you are of yourself. And yeah, it's, it's an yeah. amazing feeling that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I it's think so like you say, like, yeah. You kind of feel like you can do anything. So <laughs> you go wh- through that. Where mm. are you now then? So now I have got a great job. Um, absolutely love it. Um, kids are with me, still ups and downs and stuff um, with things there, um, but they're happy. Um, my son's just started an apprenticeship. He's really happy. He went through quite a lot, um, missed a lot of school, uh, struggled quite a bit, but he's kind of really on the up now. So that's really good. Uh, my daughter the same, she's at secondary school now. Um, and yeah, life's good. good. Life's really good. Yeah. And like, I've got this lovely house that we've made our own, and the dog's still with us. <laughs> dog and the coffee machine <laughs> still going. Co- I did actually Thank have goodness. to replace my coffee machine quite recently because <laughs> oh, no. it died on me. But I still have a coffee a machine. Coffee machine. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of there's more to it. Yeah. But that's and you own. have to be respectful because obviously you've got of the course, children yeah. and that you yeah. know it's. But I don't want to start kind of yeah going down that road. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We'll do that off, off the pod. <laughs> off yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fine for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can tell Sammy's got like a load of questions to ask him already. But again, it's so nice to hear. Thank you for being so honest. It's not always the easiasthing thing to talk about, it, is it? And be vulnerable and be really honest. Yeah. And, and it's also, so amazing to hear. Yeah, both your stories, this, it wasn't your choice. Like you mm. were perfectly happy in both your relationships. Mm. It was like, yeah. and I always think like, being cheated on it, it's not like they did that to you yeah. and you become someone that's been cheated on. It's its horrible. Yeah, do you know the worst thing for me was the shame? Like I felt ashamed, yeah, which it seems good silly. Like now that I look back, I'm like, yeah. it's not your fault. No. But like, I felt like, you know, all our friends had, and family had been to our wedding like 18 months before. Yeah. And then I had to go and tell everyone. Yeah. And I felt like just embarrassed yeah. that it yeah. had happened. Do you know what? It's not my fault. I always think, because I've had friends say similar things to me before. If Cheryl Cole and Beyonce can be cheated on, <laughs> it can happen to, any to of anyone. Us, okay? It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people get divorced for so many different reasons, don't they? But like, sometimes it, they can be amicable, but still really difficult to go through. But when you're like, you know, they're like, well, you know, you found out via email. Mm. You went to New York and cried at the Empire State Building, for God's sake. <laughs> I can't like, believe it. It's just really I bad. I been back. Oh, you, you need you to know go what? back. Yes. 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 You do. Yeah, you should go back and have a really romantic meal yeah, and just like, get it. drunk. And, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Though, but also, this is going to help so many people listening. Like we say, we get so many messages from women who are thinking about it, but too yeah. scared to go. Women who are just starting to go through it. Women who are going through it, but are having a really hard well, that's, time. That's where I was, like, when I found out about the affair, you know, it was, what's my choices? Like, how could I possibly do this? And it took me five years, like I say, to get that strength up to kind of realise that you can do it. Um, forced a little bit by Sally. <laughs> yeah. Love God Sally. For Sally. <laughs> we all need a Sally. Yeah, we need to get Sally. Sally was going to come on, wasn't she? But unfortunately, she had to go somewhere else. So yeah. we have to get her on my way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just knowing what's out there and knowing that there are people out there that can help is is really helpful to people. Yeah, and talking to you girls about it yeah. is, like, yeah. such a help, yeah, isn't definitely. it? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I and think 
One thing that really helped me was being like really practical with things. Like I wrote a list of everything that I needed to do, like go and see the solicitor, mm-hmm. sort out the joint bank account, um, sort out the mortgage or whatever it was. And like it gave me something to focus on where yeah. I wasn't being so emotional, but it was just like taking things off a list. And that really helped me like focus on where am I going to be in like six months time yeah. and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. really good advice, I actually. Think you're really, when you're getting divorced, you've got all the emotions. And mm. when you're that emotional, decision-making is a really bad yeah. idea. Yeah. Get yourself you know I mean? a very good solicitor. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like, and don't worry about, like, the money, because I know a lot of people think, oh, a solicitor's so expensive. But, like, you do really need to look oh, you after yourself, otherwise you'll just get screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's so important. Yeah. Good advice. Well, ladies, thank you so, so much for coming on. Honestly, it's been amazing. It's been an insight. Yeah. <laughs> it's been brilliant. Hasn't it, Jess? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's we're therapeutic. I feel yeah, great. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Maybe it's the wine. <laughs> Finish our roses. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Just quickly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, you are going to get all the juicy extra bits that we don't talk about on the normal podcast. And trust us, they're good. They are good. And no adverts. So click the link in the bio of this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Or you'll find it on our Insta at The Laura and Becky Show.